Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is 911 Awareness Week. A lot of awareness weeks. This one is important. As many of us have thought, what do we do? I mean, you know, all of a sudden you think you might have to call 911. Is it fire? Is it emergency situation? Are you worried about your safety? And you don't know how to do it. This is not something that everybody has a handle on. In fact, we're going to learn... A lot of people make what they call stupid 911 calls. Here is an example. 911, do you need police, fire, or ambulance? Uh, nothing. Uh, my phone is broke. Uh, the screen is broke. It's dying. Okay. SOS. Uh, okay, sir, do you have an emergency? No, no. Okay, so it was an accident? Yeah, no, it's not an accident. My phone is actually broke. My screen broke. And okay, so I, you need to, to take your phone in to get fixed then because you're calling into 911. Yeah, it's calling. It's calling by mistake. Okay, so turn the phone off then, because your call, your phone is calling into nine one one. So if it's broken and it's calling in by itself, you need to turn the phone off. Okay, okay, I'll turn it off. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. And there we have it. The kind of stuff that happens. You can kind of get it. First of all, you go, "What are you doing calling?" And then I guess if your screen is broken and it starts calling, it is nine one one awareness week. We're going to pay tribute to just how important it is. And joining me is Diane Santos, who's a dispatcher in the Peel Region Police and a communications bureau person for eighteen years. Great to have you, Diane. Thank you for being here. Hi, Arlene. Thanks for having me. All right, it is. I mean, it sounds so easy. Of you know, nine one one. It isn't. Do you find a lot of people don't know how to use it? There, there is quite a few people who um, it's just an automatic dial for them. They don't understand that uh, Peel Regional Police actually has a non-emergency number for reporting non-emergency events or even just to ask questions. They automatically go to nine one one because I think it's the most well-known phone number that there is. It's true, and it causes a lot of problems. You know, I remember years ago talking to a police dispatcher who was really talking about how much time is spent on all these auxiliary problems with 911. It's true. Last year we had uh, the misuse in calls. We had 182,000 misused calls, which was a 39% increase from 2017. So it was approximately 81,000 follow-up calls because our callers kept calling in and hanging up or they were reporting things like a cell phone that's cracked. So a lot of people call and they don't know what a true emergency is. Do you have a definition for that, Diane? Sure. We, um, we understand that emergency can mean different things to different people. You don't know how to turn on your oven or you think that you went through a red light camera. But it's pretty much when someone's health, safety or property is in immediate danger or if there's a crime in progress. So some of those examples would be a medical emergency, hearing gunshots in the area, seeing an attack or an assault on the go, a house fire. 
those kind of things. So, you know, when you say property, it's in danger of being attacked. It's in the danger of, you know, other than fire, a tree, those kind of things. Do they, they fall under that category? Very much so. Like um, the general person would think that, say, during a storm, if a tree falls through their roof, we don't know what the end result is going to be. It could have hydro wires down, and that in turn becomes a, an emergency service call that we must deal with. All right. Now, what about Internet-based calls? How, how does that affect 911? They can. The problem with the interbased calls is that a lot of people mm-hmm. relocate and don't update their address. So an interbase, an internet call will come in from its provider, and we'll do everything we can to get a hold of the person who may have been calling in. However, if we are going to that address and they don't live there, that ties up resources until we can find the person who called. All right. You know, we had another example when there was an emergency for an Amber Alert for a little girl, and there was a lot of people complaining that this was an invasion. What was the truth of that? Uh, I actually worked that night, and we we did have a fair amount of callers calling in. In about a three-hour period, we had about 90, 89 irrelevant calls, about 40% of the calls we took that night. Anything ranging from, I can't watch my TV until the child is found, it's an invasion of privacy, the standard, we're trying to watch the Leaf games. The thing about the Amber Alert, it's to give the public details relating to a child abduction and in the hopes of finding that child, and that is the most important part of that alert. Do we know enough about that, then? Because we were all surprised at the backlash. And maybe people feel that, you know, they don't want to have their privacy invaded. They don't realize that as we live in this connected world, there are huge benefits of it. And one of them is to trace a missing child and fast. I don't, um, I think because it's now um, run by the CRTC, I think a lot of people may have a misunderstanding of what it is about. But the goal is to try and locate a child. That is, you know, it has certain guidelines. The child must be under 18 years. It has to be confirmed abducted, believe the child is in danger. Certain things need to be in play, information about the abductor, a vehicle involved, the age of the child. And I think because it's blasted now on our cell phones from the CRTC, I think there's might be kinks in that system right now. What do you mean kinks? Just because people were getting it like numerous times. And mm-hmm. that has to, you have to speak to your provider about that to find out why that's going on. It is. Do we need kind of a reset button on 9-11? You know, we talk about branding and everything. Is, is it, do, do we need like an education? Is this why we're having 9-11 Awareness Week? I didn't know we had these things. Um, I, think we, I think we do. I think um, we're not always sure when to call and when not to call. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have moments where, someone is in an emergency situation and doesn't know to call. And that's why we want to make people more and more aware of when to use 911 and when not to. Like people also forget that 311 is for your bylaw issues and that you can call them directly as well. It's like parking and noise complaints, they're not covered under the 911 system. So it's good to educate our public whenever we can so that they're getting the service that is required when they need it. Diane, what's it like for you? You were working the night of that that Amber Alert, and that was a news story for several days. What's it like to be on the other end of the phone there? You never know whether it's going to be a mistake, a misdial, or whether you're going to try to save somebody's life. 
Um, it was it was a difficult night for all of us here in the communication center. Um, we all have one goal, which is mm-hmm. try, try and make sure that this little girl is found safe and sound. So we do what we can with the calls that come in. We hope that there is information in those calls that can provide us to the location where she might be. And we just, we do the job. Like we pull together as a team and it's about the job in that moment. It is. And in that circumstance, there wasn't a happy ending. No, there was not, unfortunately. We have had two cases uh, happily where the child was returned safely back in 2012 and 2014. But this one, um, unfortunately, the circumstances weren't quite so pleasant. I'm just interested in when that Amber Alert, you just gave us all the criteria. How fast does that happen? Because we know time's a factor, especially in abductions. You know, in the first few hours, it can make or break a case. Well, it's as soon as we determine that there's a child missing and may have been abducted, we begin the process of requesting the Amber Mm -hmm. Alert. At the same time, investigators are conducting numerous investigative steps in an effort to try and locate the child. All right. As fast as possible. As absolutely as fast as possible. Thank you. And final thing I want to ask you, if anybody takes away anything from this 911 Awareness Week, what do you want them to take away? I think I'd like them to know not to be afraid to call. Oh, really? But Mm -hmm. also never be afraid to call. It is the service that we provide. But just know when you call, we're going to ask certain questions, starting with police, fire, or ambulance. And then we're going to redirect you to the necessary body, and we're going to confirm whether or not there is an emergency. And if there's not, we'll redirect you to the Peel Regional Police non-emergency line, which is 905 Four five three 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 one one. Thank you. Happy nine one one awareness week. Thank you so much, Arlene. I appreciate it. All right. Diane Santos is a dispatcher in Peel Regional Police. And there we go. A lot of people we don't really have we get it, but we don't have nine one one official training. And that was just a horrible situation with that Amber Alert and people were complaining and there was a lot of pushback to that, hearing that people were complaining. It it ruined their night, it ruined their morning. They didn't want to hear it. And it was a very, very tragic, tragic end. And uh, just a reminder, next hour we're going to bring you the latest. They're trying like uh, to save anything they can. Notre Dame Cathedral, it is absolutely ablaze. We're going to bring you the latest next hour. Right now, though, he's the one and only Tom Milhalik, and he's from Tom's Place. Welcome, Tom. Thank you very kindly. I I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today. Thank you very kindly. I would like to remind all of our fabulous, fantastic, amazing, and extremely good-looking customers (laughs) that Tom's Place right now has a couple of locations two locations to serve you. We open up a new pop-up store for a few weeks, maybe for a few months, on the corner of Adelaide and York. I was going to say Bay and Adelaide. Mm. No, it's not a Bay and Adelaide. I'm still in the past. (laughs) I don't know. I can't get out of my mind. (laughs) Bay Street, what a great street. But Adelaide and York, it's right there. We are on Bay Street. We are in the heart of the financial financial district. They're coaching me, my buddies here. They know I'm running out of time and I'm running out of words. Tom, don't forget the address, 141 Adelaide Street West. And of course, the fabulous and fantastic iconic location in Kensington Market. If you have any need for any good quality clothing at amazing prices, please come and visit us. Give us an opportunity. Give us a, give us a chance. 
Everybody shops at Tom's Place. You don't have to be a multi-millionaire. All of the people from all walks of life shop at Tom's Place because it's affordable, great clothing. And I think I did a very good job today. I didn't mess up the address. I said 141 Adelaide Street West. I'm getting good at this. Yeah, I like the good-looking customers. I think that was a nice touch, Tom. Thank you. Customers in the world (laughs) will shop at Tom's Place. All the other people go to the other places. All right. You have a great evening. Thank, Thank you, Tom. You. Thank you. Are you one of those good-looking customers? All right. We've got good-looking listeners. We know that we do. Next hour, we're going to bring you the latest on the fire, the Notre Dame Cathedral, and we have topics worthy of discussion. In for John Oakley, I'm Arlene Bond, and this is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.